Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. What up? And Tim Kalpakis. What is up north of the border, stylies? Ooh, and Ooh. we are your hosts of the third best comedy podcast on planet Earth, and the podcast that just got... <laughs> no! A fourth pay pig! Fourth? Oh I missed the third! God. We got four oinkers? Elliot and Dustin have joined Matt and Sean in the sty. Wow. Oh, my God. It's really Slop nicely. it for, up, boys. For those who don't know, our Patreon, uh, behind the paywall, subscription-based Sloppy Boys episodes, we have three tiers. Slophead, Big Money Hustler, mm-hmm. and then if you pay 100 those are 5 and $10 tiers, and then if you pay $100 a month for no additional perks... You're a little pay pig. <laughs> You're a messy, muddy little pink piggy. Yes, and you oink oink at the feet of your three goddesses. And I thought we were maybe not mentioning. I guess they get one mention when they join the sty. Yeah, I don't know. I was just excited about it and <laughs> wanted to say something about it and play the sound. Well, maybe effect. maybe saying their name ruins their kink and now they can't get off. But I do like um, I like knowing that this that the, our little sty is filling up oh so nicely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's some financial domination here on the show, and um, we can see all of you uh, freeloader main feed listeners becoming <laughs> happy little squeaky little piggies. That's an amazing statement, Jeff. You, you, like people don't realize we could see all of them <laughs> doing yeah. that. Like everyone, if you think that that's what's holding you back, let's say you listen to this show for free on your phone and you don't ever pay us. You anything. think, oh, I couldn't. I couldn't be a slop head or a big money hustler, let alone a pay pig. I couldn't help these guys pay for the bandwidth they use every week. To we see it in you. <laughs> we see that potential. It's there. You just need to realize yeah, it. Yeah, we're still sort of in the red on the bandwidth, right, guys? Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> um, speaking of styes, uh-huh. dear, <laughs> my two friends uh, and my friendly <laughs> listeners. Uh, so I have announced to you two that I am not drinking the drink today. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Because you I'm didn't not, feel well? I'm not feeling great. I think a lot of what happened is it all the tour and the, this past weekend all just kind of caught up to me and the wave crashed and it's left me in a yeah. a state of, you know, I was at my brother and uh, sister-in-law's house last night and, my, and we had, um, I had two glasses of wine at mm-hmm. dinner. And I hadn't had wine. And I woke up this morning with such like a wine hangover. I was like, God damn it. And then I'm just feeling down. In the, in the mm-hmm. health dumps. You know when you got one of those things where it's... Oh, the reason I brought up sty, you might not be able to see this on the um, on the uh, Zoom. I got a st- eye sty right Let's now. Let's see it. Lean in. <laughs> well, you been just rubbing it too much? Oh, oh yeah. Sty guy. It's a little puffy pink. Hashtag sty guy, baby. Sty guy gets in there. I think it's like maybe you get like some... some like Maybe I put some like... Um, uh, sunscreen lotion on and it got in my eye. I don't know what it is, but uh, I mean, it's so annoying. You can say, Hey, I gotta not rub this, but why? Oh, does it feel so good to rub? Huh? <laughs> Actually, it doesn't really kind of hurts. <laughs> oh, so that was pretty easy. Yeah, that one is an easy keep your hand off it type of thing. And it's uh, it's so puffy, <laughs> looks like I got punched in the face. Uh, so that's it's one of those things. I got the sty, I'm just feeling run down. I got like uh, you got my, fucking, my fucking knee is killing me from uh, running and I didn't start. You know, when everything mm. sort of, you get a week where it's like, fuck, I just feel like everything's 
busted up this weekend. It's like when your when you, when your car hits that year where just everything all falls apart, and then the, yeah, you know, both like the 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 engine blows a gasket, but then also the dome light goes out, and you're like, these right, aren't even right. related. Yeah. But I'm putting some miles on this thing. Falls down. <laughs> That's it's so funny when you have like minor Kinda. things that you just tolerate on your car, where you're like, "Well, oh, this yeah. sticks a little bit, but that's okay." And like yeah. the dash is kind of fucked up, but that's okay. But then when they start to ping pong off each other like comorbidities, you're like, "Well, oh, I'm, yeah. I might have to get a new car. This sucks. <laughs> I tell you, it's all falling apart." We're, I'm gonna the, my, the T-Bird is probably gonna have to be put to sleep pretty soon. <laughs> we're, uh, Timothy, we've got it Don't. on uh, hospice care at the moment. But, wow. Uh, it's a it's a hell of a car and it is fast. Let me tell you, that, it is fast. Well, it can motor. I had it a takes, moment. It with takes it. Uh, what was it, a gallon a mile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a glugger. It's a, a V eight two hundred and fifty horses. But I the other day I like I didn't have any engine problems, but I had like three things in ten seconds where it was like gathunk, which is like a transmission thing. <laughs> And then uh-huh. also the body of the car is sitting very loosely on top of like the <laughs> wheels. So then it kind of shook. And then I, I I turned the car off and then I restarted it when I got back in and it wouldn't start. And I was like, that has nothing to do with that other thing. What's a transmission problem? Oh, boy. It's funny when you have an old car. <laughs> I, I yeah. had old cars it before. It kind of doing a whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like it gets to a certain point. You just feel like. Can I bring it into the mechanic? And there's nothing wrong with the engine. Just like tighten every screw up on the entire thing. Yeah. It, it was like needs to get back into shape a little bit. <laughs> like you're saying with the, screw, with the loose, <laughs> with the the loose top you're talking about is like obviously that your top of your car is not going to fall off. It's like it just feels looser and funky. I uh, I told you right that I got this guy in my neighborhood, a really good, honest mechanic, Greg. Wait, who do you go and, to, Zach? Um. Um, it's on a Hillhurst. It's called like it's like ACE or something like that. Ah, Ace. Oh, I, I go to Vine. It's kind of a blue building. Vine Auto. I don't think it's called oh, Vine Ace. Auto. It's- Vine Auto. I've I've been to Jeff. Zach is the guy over there. He's great. Th- that's right next to um Best Fish. That's right. Oh yeah, mine's Best Fish. Wait, that's called Vine Auto. Mine's called like uh-huh. ACE. I don't know, something like that. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I like the guy. But uh, I'll drop off the car and tell him, like, yeah, there's a few things wrong with it. And then I come back for my estimate. And he'll be like, hey, Tim, welcome back. Okay, so uh, this car. Uh, you, uh, we got Tim here. <laughs> we got Tim. Tim here. He's ready to pay a lot of money. <laughs> kind of like Big Hand Bobber. Let me just check the sheet. Um, he, um, he'll be like, Tim, okay, so I took a look at the car. And I just wanted to ask you first, uh, you like this car, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh boy! You see yourself driving this car uh, uh, for a while longer, right? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. he's like, oh, okay, okay. Like, how much money you're looking? Because it's basically uh, infinite. <laughs> the amount of the, the the estimate he could give me could be two hundred thousand dollars if he if he added up all the broken parts. Uh, but but I'm telling him to prioritize which ones won't kill me. Uh, and the one about having the car. Stay on top of the wheels. That, that was a big one. That's the best one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I told him. Let's keep. It's that really one. important to me to keep the car on top of those wheels. I need the wheels on the car and the car to be there. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> Damn. Jeez, I'm starting to feel like this uh, podcast is car talk all of a sudden. Yeah, no, it's not. Click and clack. The Tappet yep. Brothers. Um, yeah. Let's get into some. Booze news. Booze news. Hit it. Oh, girl, I like you. I do. Look 
lucky for you, that's what I like. Oh. That's what I like. Oh. <laughs> how, how you like me? Oh, fuck! Oh! Oh! Like oh! 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 And then you really mind what it's like. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Oh, that was the Tim scream at the end. That was dynamite. <laughs> Fried Duts was sent to us by our friend Tom from Redondo. Um, that, that, those were clips from when Jeff wore a shock collar and got shocked every time he said the word like. Dang, that was yeah. our 100th episode, Martini. Yeah, Martini. Well, it sounds silly when they're all just lined up. If you have a booze <laughs> news theme, email it to the sloppy boys podcast at gmail.com. Whew. That was good. It took me a second to realize what was happening. And yeah, once the, I did, oh, I was. Yeah, the happy. likes in the songs. It yes, took me a minute. Yes. Um, I knew instantly. Yes. So you were getting the brunt for the. Of all the likes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Well, I had a um, segment I had to do t- uh, for Booze News this week. Uh, the, our network actually reached out to me, and they have the segment they wanted me to do. I guess. Oh. Well, oh, nice. I guess their their normal guy wasn't. It was just like one of those things where he was not really available today for various reasons. So I did this segment. Let's, let's go ahead and uh, hear it. Gale Watch 2022. Ooh. What is up? Calpie K here up in the Gale Watch 2022 chapter copter where we cover all things Gale. Just want to break a big story we've been tracking. Apparently, teen pop sensation Gale has canceled her fall tour. Whoa. Yes, she put out a statement saying that she is, quote, learning how to be an adult and how best to do this life. So we don't know the exact details, but we do know that Gale ticket holders will be refunded and Gail will be working on new music and doing festival appearances. But as for us up in the chapter copter, we've sort of changed focus for the time being, and we just want to send a warm congratulations to Liv Rod on her three <laughs> Grammy wins at the 2022 Grammy Awards. Liv Rod, you're back, you're better than ever, and this is your time to shine, baby. Over and out. Gail Watch 2022. Damn. Yeah. Wow. wow. Did not got, see that coming. You got the keys to the chapter? <laughs> yeah, they had them over at uh, uh, the network. They had the keys. I just They keep them right just on there. that ring there by the door. Now, Mike, uh, do you, did you, uh, you have any missed calls or anything? <laughs> no. I, uh, you know, they, they told me that they'd, they'd farm that out whenever they felt oh, I was okay. doing a bad job. I thought that was kind of your thing with, uh, with ACAST. It was, but they, no, they made it very clear I was not doing, I did, I did Gale Watch. Uh, they kind of made it clear. Why are we doing Gale Watch? What is this? Why are we talking about the Chopter Copter a lot? Uh, yeah. You know, I yeah. even remember the one where it didn't even go up one day because there was problems with the Chopter Copter. Right. I was blamed for that. Right. Me and my team I asked them. I, I said, like, hey, I know. So Gale is a pop star that has a song, and we started talking about her. Like, Mike did Gale Watch a bunch in the spring on the show, and now you mm-hmm. want me to do it? Like, what's the deal? And they said it's like a uh, Colonel Sanders kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, make it your own. Yeah. They got mad. I was putting a lot. Of, you remember the fax machine was in there. I was bringing a lot of equipment. It was the? Did they take the gumball machine out, Tim? 
Uh, it's empty. The, the machine was there, but there's no gumballs in it. <laughs> okay, so they like the fun stuff, but they don't when I'm spending a lot of money on things I need to well, report about. You know, a helicopter, a helicopter is very like weight sensitive. So they were probably like, well, what are we going to do with this gumball machine? Maybe get rid of the gumballs, but keep the machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a good mm-hmm. report, Tim. So that's crazy that uh, Gail is taking some time off. Yeah. yeah. And to, be, to learn Gail, how to adult, what was the, what was the phrasing? Uh, she had a tweet. It was it's good spirited. She made a joke because it was called the um, avoiding college tour, and then she signed off at the end of the tweet, being like, "Oh, and don't worry, I'm not going to college. I'm still not going nice. or something <laughs> like that." So, um, I think I mean she's very young. I think she's like 17. So she probably I'm sure that's some... a ton to handle. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, what I'm 18 and I have trouble on our tours. <laughs> yeah we can't get you into Gail? a lot of the venues <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm waiting outside because i can't get a wristband all night <laughs> singing in the window um well the venue that we played in vancouver uh, was going to be the home of the gale show in uh, this month oh but right it, uh, um fortune sound club yep, yep. those vancouverans won't be able to see gale oh she yep. would have rocked it well, but I guess they you probably know want so us to fill in. tim I'm, I'm gonna reiterate i'm gonna i'm gonna What's it? What? What's the word I'm looking for? I'm gonna piggyback, piggyback on uh, on your congrats uh, or your support for Gail, and also a big congrats to Live Run. Yeah, Live Run. Three of those little gold guys. Yeah. Hey, hey, Live Rod and Prosper, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's what they'd say on the Enterprise. You got to admit that. I admit it. I it, it pains me to admit it, but I will. Jeff, admit it, yeah. Jeff, do you admit? Yeah, I'll admit it. Yeah, you're probably thinking, I'd like to admit this guy, Bellevue. Yeah, hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> well, um, I guess that's it for like regular booze news, but I kind of sort of have a segment within booze news. Folks, this is a returning segment. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's time for Dutton's Delights. <laughs> Uh, folks, welcome to Dutton's Delights. Here I talk about uh, things that I find delightful and uh, things that bring me joy in this world. And one of the things I like is sort of helping people out with their creative projects. That's one of Ooh. my one of my delights. Mm. And I know um, I know one of you guys mentioned the first time you heard the Dutton's Delights theme, you recognize mm-hmm. that voice. Yeah, as uh, Marge, Marge Bouvier. Yeah, Marge Simpson. And <laughs> yeah, so she, um, uh, Jeff, she married Homer. Yes, yes, right. that that oaf. Um, <laughs> but uh, you said like, "Hey, how'd you get how'd you get March to do it?" And I said, "Well, you know, she owed me a favor. I helped her with a thing, and uh, she has a great voice. I thought she'd be great for the title segment uh, the, right. for Dutton's Delight." And oh, yeah, um, didn't you help her with her? Um, you helped with the lighting on her Playboy shoot. <laughs> oh, Michael, you joke, but no, I no, I didn't. Those why were the professionals put, at Playboy. Why they got to put Marge in Playboy? Yeah. Well, uh, so the the favor thing came back around, and Marge hit me up and said, "Jeff, uh, can you help me out with this thing? I don't really know. I don't really know like Garage Band." I said, "Oh, well, what's what do you what do you need? Okay, well, I'm I'm whatever you need. I'm here for you." And so I just wanted to play you a little thing that uh, Marge and I worked on. Oh, nice. great. Cool. Get up to me, I know it's better. <laughs> hey, sweet to me, homie. Our daughter is Lisa. Our other daughter is Maggie. Sweet. 
Be sweet to me, homie. Be sweet to me, homie. And help me sell all the pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a nice laugh at the end for her. Uh, yeah, she's no, still selling fun. the pretzels. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I <laughs> she said she was getting into some trouble with um oh no some like local ruffians, but yeah, they're trying to sell pretzels. <laughs> Pretzel? She's trouble. She's got more money than anybody. She's been on that TV show for thirty five <laughs> years. Yeah, yeah. I think it's wow. cool, Jeff, that you help people with their creative projects. You could help people produce some booze news themes, uh, by the way. But yeah, um, sure. I love. That Marge had something she needed to say to Homer, and mm-hmm. she wanted to do it by way of a parody of a Japanese breakfast song. That's yeah, yeah. That's cool. uh, yeah. Be sweet uh, by yeah. Japanese breakfast. Great song. She she must know Japanese breakfast through just entertainment, the entertainment world. Well, oh, it's right. entertainment, but then also <laughs> like if you think about Springfield, has a lot of big bands go through there. Like uh, the Who yeah. played on that wall. <laughs> right, right. Smashing right. Pumpkins went through. Sure. Right, Homer when the, Smashing Pumpkins at their height too. You too, right? right? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, anyway, thanks for letting me uh, share that with you. I just and thanks to Marge for letting me play that little clip. Yeah, and that's a delightful thing you're interested in now. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so cool you made that in garage. I, I would hear heard that thought like, oh, that's got to be Pro Tools. You know that that's some fancy software. Yeah. But you well, you know, GarageBand. Now, do you? Uh, this is not. <laughs> this has nothing to do with the Dutton Delightfuls. No, no. Thank, that's a whole th- Mike, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, Dutton Delightfuls are um, turkey burgers that I make. Right. Okay. And that, but they could be delights as well. And it's also not to be confused with Dutton's delights, which are my like, um, <laughs> what is it? Not Charlie's Angels. Yeah, your Corey's. Corey's Corey's Angels. They're they're Cor- Dutton's delights right, are like right, right. my version of. Corey's They're angels. a company of exotic dancers <laughs> that, that yeah, it's like haven't my, gotten uh, a lot of work lately. You haven't booked them lately, and they, they've been sort of just been living in storage. Folks, we have vacancies at Dutton's Delights. <laughs> my understanding was that, that the Dutton Delights sort of club was dissolved. Well. Or, or soon to be. Because I mean. Of, uh, because of. Um, well, I don't have any, Mike. What do you yes. want me to do? <laughs> I got no delights. No delights today. The, the LLC is dissolving. I, okay. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Well, is that it for business? Wrap yeah. it up. Well, 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 well. Don't we find ourselves now at the part of the show called the drink of the day? Yes. Yeah, it's so, so it seems. The yeah. cocktail sippers moment is coming up soon. That's when the three of us sip the cocktail, of course. Now, you know me. You guys know me. I've lived in I know Los Angeles. Oh, I know you. Sure. I yeah. live now in New York City. I'm a, right, I would yeah. say I'm a very... I'm a cosmopolitan. I've lived in metropolitan cities all over this great country. Well, guess what? Before you two even met me, Hmm? I lived for a year in the wonderful city, wonderful international city of Toronto, Canada. Wow. You've been? I've been. I've been. (laughs) Jeff, you've been? When do you be? Yes. We were the, we were, didn't we go for Just for Laughs? No, that was Montreal. Montreal. Oh, You've never been in Toronto. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Now, Tim, Um, you've been. Believe it or not, I grew up with dual citizenship. My parents are both from Montreal. I've gone to Montreal hundreds of times, and I've never set foot in the city of Toronto. Wow. Damn. Well, well, you guys got to go. It's such a nice city. It's great. It's a wonderful place to be. And I went there for my freshman year of college and then transferred to Ithaca, where I met you two. 
but uh, YouTube. And let me tell you about the drink today. If you couldn't guess it yet, based on the title of this episode, well, hold and on, what I've I, just can, been talking can about. Can I quickly apologize to the neighbors of the North for sure. confusing Montreal with Toronto? Sure. That's it. That's that's oh, that's oh, oh you don't you don't actually want to say those it. pup you guys are gonna kill me. Yeah. Oh no, I'm so I'm sorry, friends. <laughs> I think that's okay, uh, Jeff, because you first of all, Canadian people are very nice and I think they'll give you a pass on that one. But I, I think so. you just you just thought Canadian city you've been to. Mm, no, but I know I know some other ones. Oh. What other ones <laughs> do you know? Very nice. What? Vancouver. You know Calgary? Sure. Uh, do you know Ottawa? Edmonton. Do you know yeah. Banff? Do you know Medicine Hat? Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, wait, wait, ahead. hold on. While we're co- apologizing to Canadians, I feel like I really dug in hard. on. I, I said, well, I said I hated Ryan Reynolds, and I stand by that uh, on a recent <laughs> oh episode of the show. In, in, the, in the aviation episode, um, we were t- talking about his brand of gin. I said I dislike him, but then I feel like I kept running my mouth. I said something about... <laughs> I, I said that you meet someone, and they're a little too smiley, and they're either... Mega church Christian or Canadian, and right. and then I and then that. I went on to talk about the religion of Baha'i, and I got all, every fact wrong, and oh. I didn't know what I was talking about, but yet I kept on talking, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure, hey, it's a pod. I think that I think it's a the podcast, baby. Aviation may have uh, taken flight in your mouth and mind. Yep. Okay, I'm off the hook. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Well, anyway, all right. So this drink is called the Toronto, and well, guys. It's not unlike, it's described a little bit yeah. like a Manhattan. Oh, mm. Manhattan. A Manhattan. Another right. place name drink. Now, this uh, not this doesn't have, this is not on the IBA. We uh, Somebody on the Discord, I think, uh, suggested this to us. We went for it. We said, Yes, this was a softhead submission, and we don't remember the name, but thanks for sending it. <laughs> this is. <laughs> This is a uh, a cocktail that it's one of these ones that doesn't really have a great history to it, like a really detailed history. It wasn't, you know, thought up on some naval base by some funny guy. This one, uh, <laughs> the first uh, version some of this funny guy. First version of this was in 1922, and it was not called the Toronto back then. It was called the Fernet cocktail. Oh, Fernet cocktail, and this is I actually like this. In addition of uh, Robert. Vermeers, how would you pronounce this? V e r m e i r e, Vermeer. There you go. Robert I'll Vermeer's cocktail book. Uh, would I like this title? Cocktails: How to Mix Them. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So he, uh, you know, did that whole thing, and then in the thirties, uh, another guy with a funny name called William Cocktail Boothby. He had a mm. book called uh, "The Art, The Fine Art of Mixing Drinks." No, I'm sorry. He had uh, cocktail Bill Boothby, cocktail Bill Boothby's world drinks and how to mix them by William <laughs> Cocktail Boothby, and that's when it got its name, the uh, Toronto. Now, yeah. are these titles of these books? They're worried uh, that that readers might think like, "Oh, this is a cocktail <laughs> book, but it's not going to go into how to mix them." <laughs> how to mix them? Yeah. Cocktails. How to look? I at gotta, them. Should I buy a separate book for how to mix cocktails? <laughs> now, D- uh, Difford's Guide. Talks about how this, this drink was sort of out of fashion for a while. Uh, previously forgotten classic, resurrected in uh, 2006 by Jamie Boudreau in Seattle, USA. So it seemed like it was maybe have gone away for a while, and then the cocktail boom of the 2000s, it came back. 
So that's funny because it was all, the last word also came back in Seattle around that time. So you got a lot of uh, uh, revival going on there. Interesting. Kind of like the punk so revival Seattle, of the early nineties. Seattle is like the pet cemetery for dead <laughs> drinks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, you don't want to make that cocktail here. <laughs> <laughs> a ground sour. Now, liquor.com, is what, which is where we're going to talk about the recipe. We've got the recipe from there. Uh, it says, depending who you ask, the Toronto is either a variation on the Manhattan or mm-hmm. the old-fashioned. Yeah. Okay? Mm. Okay. But this time, it's like the Manhattan, except instead of vermouth, we're going to use... Uh, f- uh, Fernet Blanca. Let me tell you what is in this thing. <clears throat> Two ounces Canadian rye whiskey. Okay. Oh shit! Canadian rye whiskey because I thought I got Canadian blended whiskey because most Canadian uh, whiskeys are blended. I didn't think rye. Fuck. Oh, well, I think you'll be okay unless you've got the sharpest of whiskey tongues. I think you'll be okay. Um, I've got the broadest and bluntest. One fourth of an ounce Fernet Blanca. Small. That's not a lot. One fourth ounce simple syrup. Two dashes Angostura bitters. Garnish with an orange twist. Uh, add the rye whiskey, Fernet Branca, simple syrup, and bitters into a mixing glass with ice and stir until well chilled. Strain into a chilled coupe glass and garnish with an orange twist. It is a nice looking little drink. If you've ever, hmm. if you ever want to see pictures of a nice drink, yeah. look up the the Toronto cocktail. Now I've seen other. Other uh, pictures of it, they put it in a uh, sort of old-fashioned glass with, with ice. ice. Ooh, that's going to be my round two. You could do that. Well, you know, and you know what's interesting about this? So, like I said, I don't exactly know why it was called the Toronto. Some people, uh, there was a, a theory that the person who, who did I say, Boothby, I forget who it was, was working in England and they just missed Toronto or something and called it <laughs> Toronto. It's mm-hmm. unclear, but there is a version of this that has... The whiskey, the fernet, the yeah. Angostura, mm-hmm. but instead of simple syrup, maple syrup. Oh. Now you think maybe that's how and why you could put this into the Canadian Toronto. Very area. possible. Toronto maple. I submit. That's right. I submit that it's just because it's Canadian whiskey, uh, but right. that was used. Wait. But then here's the problem. Is, is the taste different? Um, Canadian well, is, well, do they... What's their approach? It's I've never had Can- those- I've never had Canadian rye, but Canadian blended whiskey, it's like blend. It doesn't taste too too bourbony, or I mean, uh, huh. whiskey people are going to rake us over the coals for not knowing this. Yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> but what I was going to say is that Fernet is from Argentina. It's a we very it. strong, distinct flavor. If we were adding more of it, it would be the dominant flavor. But we're only putting <clears> a quarter ounce, so this might still taste like. Uh, uh, Manhattan. Manhattan. We've had other Manhattan variations like the 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 Brooklyn. Brooklyn. It's a very yeah. popular thing to do, and it does feel like people have just pulled the names out of their asses, just like swapping out one of the ingredients in in mm-hmm. the Manhattan is sort of the easiest way to make a cocktail. But this this uh, this is why I think if you put the maple syrup in it, it's going to give it a more distinct flavor. Yeah, but, but uh, that round two we're, we're going with liquor.com That's that's just the. Uh, the the simple syrup, but I'm looking forward to it, Mike, because I've been drinking a lot more Fernet lately. Oh yeah, a nice. lot more. You see me, Timmy? Well, it's I, good. You you drink it neat, Jay, because I put it on the rocks. I do rocks as well. That's nice. I, we had that minty stuff. That was good. Yeah, I don't. So wait, the, the, there's Fernet Branca. That's the normal classic. Right. Then there's the minty one. Mm-hmm. 
what's that called? Fernet something else? Mm, Not Fernet Bronca. Minty. Fernet <laughs> Menthol. Um, Fernet Branca has a really cool uh, like logo, if I'm thinking of the right Yeah, one. it's like a globe, oh, yeah, right? That yes. That's a good one. Hmm. Wouldn't mind that on a hat. I'll take a shirt if a hat cannot be located. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to get to stirring it up? I think that I would nice love to. to stir it up. All right, folks. We'll be right back after this. Pew, pew. And we're back with Toronto's. In hand? Mm. In hand. <laughs> yes, in hand, yes. Jeff went with the coupe glass, so did Timmy. Very nice. Now, Tim, do you have a champagne glass? Is that what that is with the little ridge? I think it's a martini um, glass. This uh, uh, this, this is, a, is a cocktail glass, just a V-shaped martini glass. Oh, I but, see. Um, I see. The, the mm. glare was a little different. Yeah, but you know that sometimes there's those champagne, like there's the flutes that we all know, but then there's those champagne glasses that you see in like, uh, say like, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. It's like, here, let's yeah, all it's, drink. Yeah. It's, you know, they used to use that when they're giving out the champagne at Dimple's Karaoke Bar. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those kind of low Scotland. It's almost like the rim is a little, a bit smaller, like it's bulbs and it comes in a little bit, like a wine glass Uh, almost sometimes. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Um, All right, sips. Jeff, did you mixy in a mixed glass, mixing glass? I did it all. Um, I'm a law-abiding citizen today. Me too. Um, But I look forward to round two with rocks. Bottoms up. He doesn't even have a a sip yet and he's already changing it. Jeez. Ooh. Yeah, okay. A little Fernet. Now, I found in my math that a quarter, what were we doing? A quarter ounce? Yeah. Is half a tablespoon. Um, Ooh, oh, wow. That's not much. So that half tablespoon of Fernet's coming through, but not taking over the drink? Well, it's pungent. Pungent stuff. Yeah, it really is. Drinking it straight is, it's funny to... You know, blood is kind of like this. You ever see some blood in a pool or something, and you're like, oh, my God, that's sure. a lot of blood. But blood is a real, <laughs> it's really pigmenty. Oh, yeah. You now, can't what hide you... blood. <laughs> Scrub as you might. People, people find it. <laughs> find it in your in your veins. <laughs> I taste more Fernet than whiskey now, to be honest yeah. with Ooh. you. I'm getting a little even... kiss of Angostura, which is nice. And... That's the sugar really just sort of mellowed out. That simple syrup is nice. Sure. Now, are you are you feeling like this is close to a Manhattan or closer to a uh, old fashioned Manhattan? I've, it feels Manhattan only because of the glass. It, it's uh, what well, we also the here? rye, the uh, Manhattan, mm. but because of the rye. Well, you know, and I didn't do Canadian rye. I did uh, Kentucky because it's all I had. Yeah, sure. I would think. I think I'd be hard pressed to put a Canadian rye right up next to a. Kentucky rye and know the difference. Yeah, sure. Mm. Having never had Canadian rye that I know of. <laughs> yeah. I'm right there with <laughs> this, you, buddy. Now well, We got listeners who would be offended by that. <laughs> I had Canadian blended whiskey, so um, mine might be closer to a bourbon-y taste or something, but mine, Ooh. when I think about it, mine is more like a, a kicked-up old-fashioned or something because uh, to me, uh, a Manhattan has a decent amount of vermouth in it enough to to mm. water down that whiskey and make it sort of 
you know, it's kind of a controversial episode of this show that we didn't really like the Manhattans and people really love it, but it all comes down to that sweet red vermouth that you buy yep, yep, because yep, we yeah. had terrible stuff. And if you have it with a good stuff. Uh, or is this one where the IBA kind of got in the way? I think it's Maybe. our purchasing of the of the sweet red vermouth was, shall we say, thrifty. <laughs> ah. Ooh. See, now I think, oh, oh, I remember my sweet red vermouth was one that was just like sitting around for a little while. Oh, that was the dusty one. Yeah, that was dusty. <laughs> hmm. I have since vermouth found sweet red dust. vermouths that I love that I would even Ooh. drink straight. Oh, tell your friends, Mike, uh, Tim. Sure. Tell us all about it. <laughs> well. I'd love to have some. It's it's the classic looking, it's like Antiqua de Camparici, Giorgio Com- it sounds like that Toronto is working his Carpano, job quite well. Carp- Carp- Antiqua Carbonara. Car- 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 Carboni. Yeah. Okay. Carburetor. I got to get my <laughs> T-Bird carburetor fixed now that I mentioned it. <laughs> um, yeah, this is good. It's a little stiffy, though, I'll tell you. It's two ounces yeah. of rye. So after round two, four ounces of rye? <laughs> After round, round two, two, two you do? might have to uh, head to that ER. Mm. <laughs> now let me let me while you guys are sipping away, let me tell you a drinking story about my time in Toronto. So yeah. I turned nineteen there. You understand? And you were on crutches for much of the year. Uh, no, that was at Ithaca when I transferred to Ithaca. I had broken my ankle right before I transferred, so I had about a there month. You go. Eh, a little bit, maybe a month on crutches. Anyway. So we're up there, and I turned 19, so we can go. The drinking age is 19 there. So I had my license that said I was 19 years old. We went to a bar that night, and it was I think it was a birthday that wasn't like a it wasn't like a party, like a weekend type of a thing. Yeah, we'd already been going to the bars anyway. But it wasn't like a, a Saturday night, so I was like, all right, it's whatever. It's a school night. Let's still just go out. So we went out, and we went to a bar, and I was like, there you go. I'm 19. And he's like, no, 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 you're not, because it was a New York license. And I was like, no, no, I turned 19 today. He's like, yeah, I know. You guys can get these things made down on Young Street in 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, no, I actually am the guy. You you were letting me in uh, two days ago with a fake one. (laughs) But now I'm real. (laughs) I'm real. I'm real, you see? I'm real, boy. That's wild. So he didn't yoink it, though. He, He didn't keep it, did he? No, no, no. Uh, And I think we just went to a, a bar next to it and went in. It was fine. But, uh. Yes, yes, very interesting. Mike, as an as an underclassman, how did you find the party scenes differed in Toronto and Ithaca, New York? The difference was location, Tim. Location, location, location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ithaca sure. was house based with a little bit more bar scene as you got into your twenty uh, first year, usually in senior year, and Toronto was more bar based. Mm. Oh, be- because of, yeah, yeah, there you go. You're in the heart of the now city. It was difficult too with Toronto. Because it was such a humongous school in a, it was one of those schools where uh, I would imagine maybe like NYU or uh, Boston University where it's like the dorms and stuff and all the buildings are like right in the city. So it's like yeah. you walk across the street and now you're off campus. So you kind of were, it, it was, and there was so many people. So it just kind of felt like there weren't uh, places to party other than going to bars. I like you, you get a group of friends and go out rather than like, hey, we're all meeting at this bar. Yeah, I would spend New Year's when I would go home to New Hampshire for uh-huh. the holidays. I would spend New Year's in Boston and it would be like BU and BC friends. And I thought it was like way overwhelming that 
their campus was just the city of Boston. Like, yeah, it's a little bit training wheelsy, but I really did appreciate that Ithaca was just a city full of only people my age, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, it just felt I'm like I'm the such... mayor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's like me, but uh. I don't know. I, I kind of liked that aspect of it not being super overwhelming. Boston College is more of a, a defined campus, if I remember correctly. But BU is, yeah, right there. Mm. It's funny. It's good enough for Howard I Stern, feel- I suppose. Yes, he's a graduate. He's a terrier. And he's kind of a pioneer uh, shock jock. And we're now like young shock jocks trying to yes. be like him. Carrying the I think torch. there was something where he, he wanted to like donate a bunch of money and put his name on a building. And they said no, and he didn't give him the money. Was it was it going to be um, Fart Man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the name. Fart um, Man Smell Lab. Hey, if he wants to give a bunch of money to a podcast, put his name on a podcast. Oh, that'd be nice. I'm all ears. We could even have Baba Booey come in. <laughs> no. Gary, the producer? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Produce this show. What's the what's the uh, the genesis of Baba Booey? Why is he called that? Why do people say I don't that? know. That's a good question. Hmm. That is a very good question. You know, I watched the uh, Howard Stern movie uh, during the summertime. Never and seen. I, f- I found it parts. to be a, it was a very good movie. Yeah, people very like interesting. It. He's really and he's good. good in, they're all good, and it. it's a great story. And you got a guy named Pig Vomit. That's an interesting uh, uh, Paul Giamatti. Interesting Paul thing. I wonder if that's happened other times in history where the star. It was something you're making a movie about the guy, and it's starring the guy. You know, it's not know. like it's not even like yeah. a hair off, like like sort of like Apatow movies where you're like, oh, it's Pete Davidson playing a Pete Davidson esque thing right, or whatever. Right. This is Howard Stern starring in his own biopic. Biopic. Yeah. How could biopic. Truly, truly, like uh, Eight Mile is the only other one I can think of. Ah, uh, but, but he calls no, himself he, Rabbit in that, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. Fake. You're right, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, true. But, it's, but right, I right. it's 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 pretty close to his story. <laughs> But no, but, but usually you thing. do that thing. If you have the real guy, you do an amalgamation. Yeah. Um, I even heard that like back in like the twenties and thirties with books, it was more in style rather than writing a memoir. You would just write a novel that was what happened to you. Like, that's why like Ernest Hemingway wrote all these novels and they like happened to him basically. But he was just like, you didn't, you didn't just write a memoir back then. You'd be like, uh, there was a guy named Schmernest uh, Flemingway. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he was handsome as hell. <laughs> and he didn't drink a lot. Um, there. Uh, let me tell you something else about reading books. No, here's what I'll, I'll say this about Howard Stern. How did he find the time? How did he find the time to shoot this movie? He, he yeah. does his thing every single day. That was like when he was still like a bad boy and at the top of his game, too. Like, I remember That's he was wild. promoting that when, when we were in like junior high or high school. He had the E show. Yeah. I feel like the, the TV show on E! Entertainment was probably what led to the the, the spike the in fame that pro- propelled, propelled him. Well, par- <laughs> Private Parts was a book, too. Oh, really? Yes, I remember yeah, that cover book. being really scandalous. Yeah, his yeah. book. <laughs> That's convenient. Oh, and the other thing I was going to say is I'm reading The Thin Man by Dashiell Hammett. Oh, yeah, mm. he picked Powell's books. That's right, up in Portland. And it's, it is true what they say. It's, uh, they drink like on every page. It's very funny. <laughs> I'll tell you how it ends when I get there. Okay, that's all I had to say. Um, do you guys mind if I uh, recount uh, something that happened to me recently? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tim, that'd be great. 
Yeah, because the podcast is sort of an open forum for like anecdotes or whatever, right? right. Yeah, yeah, it kind of totally cool. Well, this was kind of you guys might actually like this because I, well, I knew we were doing a drink called the Toronto this week, and mm-hmm. I wanted, I was like, how cool would it be if I like uh, go to uh, Toronto and um, do some research and stuff, but. Just schedules didn't work out, and I didn't really have the the money oh. to do there to go do it, and I was kind of sad. And yeah. so that on sucks. Saturday night this week, I was kind of feeling down. And you mm-hmm. know what always cheers me up is to just go to the um, Sunset Strip. Yes, yeah. If, if if it's ever like, hey, did you bump into Tim this afternoon? He was kind of not doing so great. Oh well, if you need him, he'll probably be on the strip. He's on the strip. Yeah, it's kind of one of my. Um, coping mechanisms <laughs> but mm-hmm. anyway so i was down on the strip i went to one of the you know the hottest clubs and the doorman waves me in oh, VIP, they love you down there. bottle yeah. service <laughs> yeah. i said yeah. oh i love this bottle how do i pay for it no charge that type yeah of thing. it's on the <laughs> arm how do i pay um, for it <laughs> um but then i'm scanning the you know how i'll sort of scan the room for celebrities and stuff yeah Um, because i I want to network with them or talk find common ground really we Um, need to find a project let's collab bro (laughs) we gotta man um who do i see this is great because i was sad about not going to toronto right Mm -hmm. but who do i see when i'm looking for celebrities drake oh my of course toronto native the the prince of toronto this is Toronto's number one son, Drake. Champagne Drake. Poppy, right? Champagne Poppy, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Yes. So, so what's his other nickname? Does he have another nickname? Drizzy. The Snake. Hmm. The Snake. Drake the, the snake. snake. I think is oh, more gotcha. um Taylor. <laughs> no. Um who's that <laughs> presidential nominee? Warren. No. Warren's not the snake. That was all the all Bernie people were caught were putting emojis in her. Uh, oh really? I, I thought that get was... into it. I'm trying Don't to talk political. about champagne poppy for once. Yeah, good. good, good. Tim Stick is trying to share that. a personal experience. Tim, you have the floor. Not Elizabeth Warren. Like Elizabeth Warren and, and Drake are different, uh, different people, quite frankly. But anyway, back to my right. story. <laughs> um, so I I, I said, uh, hey Drake. Uh, you know, love your work. He said, likewise. And I started, I sent him a bottle of champagne. He sent me a bottle of champagne. Next thing you know, we're kind of talking. And I said to him, I said, holy shit, you're from the very city where my yeah. podcast po- co-host went to freshman year of college. Holy shit. Did, yeah. Was he there? Well, I, I, I said, you know all the stuff, you know all the people coming in and out of your city. You must have clocked Mike, you know, uh, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's Uh-oh. a perceptive guy. He's he's lyricist. He's a rapper. He's gonna, you know, be kind of watching who who's on his turf. Yeah, he spent some yeah. time in the lyricist lounge. I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So I say I I I I say hey Drake, and he's like yeah. And I was like, <laughs> well, you so you know Mike was in your city for a year. He's like, yeah. And I was like, Drizzy? I mean, Aubrey. Uh, what do you think of him? You know, when it, when it comes to Hanford, what do you think of him? And he, as he started to answer me, I reached for my cell phone. Thank God yeah. I started oh, recording. You take a picture. And oh, you want to take a, a audio? 
recording. Well, I wanted to roll audio because I thought it could be good content for the podcast. Perfect for the podcast. Tim, I, I was when you were telling the story, I was like, oh, God, I hope you remember to grab his phone. I did. So here's the voice note. Here's me. I just. Yes. You need to get you need to get <laughs> video next time because I want to see these oh, people doing yeah, this stuff. Yeah, that would be even better. More senses involved. Also, if I had video, then we could look closely, and make sure it's not fake Drake. That's, <laughs> you know that? yeah. Have you guys seen him Drake on Instagram? Fake. fake Drake. No. That's like a there's a guy who goes to clubs <laughs> and he looks like Drake and he even shaved the heart into his hairline. Yeah, wouldn't you? Oh man, I would. And he but, and he gets free drinks and stuff. Well, it's it's funny because it started off like, hey, uh, fake. This guy looks like Drake. Then like enough time passed that like fake Drake just became famous as fake Drake. So now there's like clubs <laughs> all around the world and it's like fake Drake's here and people are like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is fake Drake. <laughs> All right. Um, Great. Okay. Enough fake Drake. Back, back to me. I'm at uh, me Sunset Strip. I I turn to Drake and I say, "What? Yeah. What'd you think of Hanford?" Yeah. And I, here's I what think he you said it up three times. We got. It. <laughs> <laughs> he, hold on. No, let me so get I this said, straight. Let me get this straight. Yeah. Uh, you ran into the rapper rap singer <laughs> Drake, and you yeah. you know that he clocked your boy Hanford, and, and right, you asked him Mike what was he in thought. A city. Exactly. Folks, this is wow. not what it's like on the blowout. The blowout is streamlined. <laughs> get the blowout. Get on the Patreon. We do not so, dick around this way. I started recording my phone, and, and when in answer to my question, like, what I think, what do you think, Mike? Here's what Champagne Poppy said. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. I saw Mike, and he seemed kind of weird to me. Always talking about a dish called rye kochai chi. <laughs> he says drinks are ashy if they have Campari. I heard that Mike dines quite often down at Barbie's. Odd man. Odd man. He has nice long brown hair though. Yep. <laughs> and a father that's named Bo. Yep. Wow. Please come back to Toronto. Yep. He wears A6 on his feet. Yep. <laughs> Owns a Metallica tee. Yep. <laughs> Sister-in-law named Lindsay. Yes. It's still. Hot wings. Eats a lot of hot wings. And he listening. He listening to fish. Yeah, he listening to fish at Arby's. Wow. Odd man. Man. Wow. It sounds yeah. like God's plan. It sounds like his song, right. God's plan. And it must have been playing in the background or something because it lines up so... Uh, <laughs> Serendipitously, oh, I guess I would say. I should have meant it. I should have told you guys it was uh, instrumental night at that club, and they were kind of just playing the beats from a lot of songs. Oh, oh that's that cool. I, so I hear much. they're doing that at, at clubs a lot now, mm -hmm. just for because people can still talk, but they can like rap talk to their friends or sing, yeah, talk to their friends. <laughs> well, a lot of people have social anxiety, and if they can rap talk to their friends, it's a lot easier. Right, sure. Right, if you're play, sometimes it's easier, easier to play a character. Than yourself on stage, and that's what's going on with this rap talk. Yeah, yes. great. Yeah, well, that's wow. a great that's a great find, Tim. I'm glad you also like got to the record button in time. Um, and you can tell that he's like sort of at the lowest his register could possibly be. <laughs> I noticed that he was struggling a little bit at the it end. It was like just breath towards the end, but I made it out. He's a pro. You know he's what? a pro. He was late getting to the club and he had been running and huffing and puffing. So he's sure. Kind of, oh, he ran there. His and you car know broke what down. about the voice? He probably came from like Chateau Marmont or something. While he had COVID, <sighs> then these days everyone... Oh, that's tough. That, yeah. Well, I can't believe he knew... 
because I don't really remember hanging out with Drake at all. And it mm-hmm. must have been, but just that he knew so much about me. That's he's a very perceptive guy. I, I like that. Good for him. And it doesn't bother you. He thinks of you as an odd man. No, because at first I did. I was like, hey, that's not. Nice. But then he had so many nice things to say that I thought, oh, maybe odd man's just, you know, when you say something's uh, dope or someone's dope, it doesn't mean they are a dope. It means they no. are no. good. They are share cool qualities that you look for in a cool person. Yeah, yeah. you know, like for a while there, people would say like, yo, that shit's stupid. And that yeah, didn't actually right. mean it was stupid the way that you and I would say it. Yeah. Right, right, right. And And shit didn't mean feces right yeah shit could mean uh uh food well shit i could, mean, it could food. mean food for some maybe for a little pay pig who <laughs> <laughs> the piggies nasty little piggies lined up some people in a row some people will come up to me and say you smell like shit and you are stupid what the f- they say that right to your face? <laughs> to my face, and I just, you know, hey, thanks, man. Thanks for the yeah, compliment. That's good. Do you take it in the spirit in which it's intended? I say you're pretty shitty, your, your damn self. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> let's take another little break here. <laughs> Wait, what would you tweak? Tweaks! 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 Would you it's tweak? It's tweak week. Um, I might just try it on the rocks. I, I thought the, the balance of Fernet was actually pretty good. Mm. I mean, I guess I, maybe a tad less Fernet, but I think the simple syrup is good and the Angostura is good, but I want rocks. Me too. I'm going to mm. do exactly that. As you're gonna, written. You're going to make your drink not unlike Drake's wrist at times and get it icy. There Ooh. you go. I could. I should rap sometime with Drake. <laughs> Yeah. Reach out. Oh, if you did a verse on one of his songs. God, if I featured on a Drake song, you know what that would do for this podcast? Holy oh shit. Like, it's not hard. Write that email. I yeah. know. I know, but I get so... Well, I, get so, I second guess myself with ask. He's, he's an adult. He can say no. You ask. What can he, he say? Can, the worst he, he can do is say it, no. He says no. Right, because I if you that. start having the whole conversation, and, and I don't want you writing the email being like, no big deal if not, and sorry for asking. Yeah, don't go in qualifying yourself. Yes, Just I ask. hate that. I know. I no gotta pressure. stop doing that. It's this compare and despair thing. I'm always, am I? Do I have enough as much money as Drake? Uh, did I have uh, Billboard hits at the same age as Drake? Yeah. C- compare and despair is killing us. Well, what what are what's the answer to those? Do you have as much money as Drake? Because I don't really know your financials. Situation. I don't know. Well, I don't know his financials exactly, but just based on the magazine seems, covers he's been yeah, on and the, the home that he has. Right, Architectural Digest. You saw that that penthouse. Yeah. It, it seems mm-hmm. like maybe he he's renting. Here. Maybe yeah. he's renting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't know, Tim. Yeah. And you know, Mike, this is good because you have a platform, and like, it'd be cool. I don't know if this is going to happen, but it would be mm-hmm. cool if next week. Um, we actually heard you on a Drake track. That would yeah. be great. God, me. The, we could play the, it on the pod. Oh, you know what I hope doesn't happen? I just hope that doesn't happen where I get a featured on Drake track and who else should be featured on it that he's maybe producing with is uh, Thrill and Benedicto. I would hate to be in the room. Because oh, a lot of these people, me. then when they do collabs, they just do their verse and they like send it in. They don't know yeah. who else mm-hmm. might be on that track or... Mm-hmm. If it's going to end up on the person's album or whatever. Yeah. Oh, God. It's a Benedicto track attack. Oh, Oh, man. Well, we hope that doesn't happen. But for now, 
Fernet. Why don't we take a little break and when we come back, we'll do round two and final thoughts. Great. I love that for us. <laughs> Folks, why don't we meet back up here after some ads? Ooh. Now we're back with our second round of what are these? Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. I just did a uh, big old cube like an old fashioned, you know? Hey, nice. Ooh, nice. Good. Tim got an old fashioned cup too. I did a heavy, uh, I did a, what was it, a half tablespoon, you said, of ferment? Yeah. Half teaspoon? Half tablespoon. I did a heaping half. Heaping half. Uh, You did a a Toronto tablespoon. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I got? I got myself one of these little dull pineapple juices. We made the we made something recently with these. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was, but I had a six pack of these little guys in my fridge, and I was drinking them. And I've just been getting them a whole bunch. I love it, Tim, yeah, Mike. I, you were drinking them at my place too. I was drinking your extras too. Love it. <laughs> I like seeing you in the Zoom screen with that tiny little can because it makes you look huge. Yeah, and hey, that pineapple like- juice, Tim, saved your voice on tour. Yes, it worked. The boys from Dear Blanca told me. Tim, you're losing your voice. Drink some pineapple juice before the show. It really did. And and even even if it was uh, psychosomatic, I who cares? Fuck you. Placebo. Give me a placebo. Plus, I bet your cum tasted exquisite. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I I will admit I was sucking myself off later, and I said, (laughs) ooh, um, gourmet. Citrusy material. <laughs> material. Oh, I had to get the good material out of me some way. All right. Final thoughts. What do you think, Timmy? Um, I think it's it's delicious. It's an order again. And here here's what I want to say to slopheads. Let's say you're a bit of a dumbass, right? You 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 we love you. Huh? You love us. You listen to this pod and you're like us where you, you don't really know about booze. You're not you're never gonna be hold a conversation about the cool boozes. If you were to learn one reference to make, and you want yeah. to sound, you want to sound knowledgeable at, on a date or something, yeah, order like just make, ferment, have fernet be your one thing. It, it, smart people drink it, and when someone mm-hmm. orders it, they uh, and it's it's like very mainstream as of now. Yeah. I hadn't heard of it until a few years ago, but like I will say, it's a shortcut for the people around you to think you work at a bar. You know? Yes, ah, Tim. I was just seeing. I was. I was thinking this, and then I saw it in print, and it and it just confirmed it. Fernet is popular among bartenders and waitstaff. Amaro, man, this is what a shift ends or whatever, or they're doing like they're getting the the kitchen staff is having a shot together. It's a sticky black Italian liqueur. Mm. Uh, so what do you say? Oh, for me, it's an order again, Mike. Okay. Um, Did Tim say order again? Order again. Yeah. Yeah. I I promise you I will try this at some time. At some point. This is not the best execution of like Fernet. I like it better on the rocks because it's this is gonna get melty and it's gonna be really my style. Like yeah. Southern Sipper. This does feel like a kind of like a bizarre mashup of cocktails. Like I, I kind of prefer mm, Fernet mm, to be its own thing, but mm. whatever. It's fine. I think that what you're hey, doing I, here I'd order it again. The the reason to do this is just that you don't want to have a whole fernet. Like we said, it's like, it's very pungent. And even on but don't rocks, you want that whole fernet? But 
here's the thing that you want to s- s- stretch that bottle out. You got the bottle in your bar, your mm-hmm. home bar, mm-hmm. your bar cart, and you want it to last for a year. <laughs> so you get yourself some cheap ass whiskey and dribble some. Just have a whiskey on the rock with a dribble of Fernet. You don't even need the Angostura or the sugar, and it'll just make you feel like you're drinking a Fernet, but you're not blowing through your Fernet. Bronca. Or, hey, you know what you do? Give yourself a Fernandito. Mm. Folks, if you you like the Fernet, if you like this episode, go back and listen to Fernandito. It's not like half and half, is it? It is. And Mm, we remarked on that episode. I remember tasting that, and we were like, Holy shit, it didn't dilute the Fernet at all. It just makes more Fernet. <laughs> you know what? We did that episode out in in LA, and yeah. that's why I remembered buying this Fernet uh, Bronca, and I was looking at my bar car, I was like, why don't I have it here? It's because I bought it out there in LA for us. We were, I was, I got the, the Fernet that day. That's oh, I'm seeing a. That's uh, why. According to the IPA, uh, 50 mil Fernet and then top up with cola. But yeah, so. Oh, they didn't give a number for the top. But up. but this this is like the fun college drink, right? Like yeah, they're, yeah. They're it, not, was, it was the Argentinian college party drink. They're unbothered by exact measurements. That's fine. That's cool. Doesn't bother them. It's not a highball either, right? They build it in an old fashioned glass. That's interesting. Yeah. Usually, top up with Coke is a highball. Mm. Well, well, that's life. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, check out our Patreon, where you can unlock the Sloppy Boys blowout, our bonus episode, and then maybe even like one day become a little bit of a dirty little piggy. Whoa! That's Patreon.com/slash/TheSloppyBoys, folks. It was a good episode, and uh, Mike and Tim, great job today. Nice moves out there. Thank you. You know what's cool about this episode? It had. A Gale watch? Yeah. It had a Jeff a Dutton's Delightfuls. And then I had Delights. that phone note Delights. from when I delights from when I talked to Drake. So this this episode hashtag stacked. It's jam-packed. And you know what? I should have brought this up at the beginning. I meant to bring this up. I I did wasn't drinking today because I, you know, wanted to feel better. But also I to prove a point that you don't have to drink all the time. You don't no. have to be drunk no you can have a great episode like the one we just have here and you're not drinking wow (laughs) right and then tim i wanted to bring it back to something you just said people are going to hear this episode and be like this episode stacked stacked that's probably going to be the the one word they use to refer to this episode hashtag stacked will probably just be that Mm -hmm. pamela anderson show from on abc right the multicam sitcom that she had Mm. yeah so Folks, come up with a better hashtag than just stack for this one. Where she worked in a library, right? Was that the... And that's why... I, I, I always wondered, why did they call that show Stacked? And it's because the books are in the stacks of the, the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the only reason. All right. Folks, we love you. See you next week.